What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Games and Sports. We're talking games today. I'm Jordan. Here's my boy, Ed. What's going on? Hope everyone had a great two weeks. It's been two weeks since we last podcast. Yeah. So, welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone's been doing good. Hope everyone's been enjoying all the games they've been playing. You know, things have been going great. Sorry we're two weeks behind, but just got a little too busy last week. Didn't have time to get the podcast going. We've, been, we've just been playing so much stuff, though. We have a lot to talk about, so... This will be good. So get ready. As always, starting out with the weekly PS4 sales, the VR anniversary sale is going on right now. So if you like VR games, this is a good time to check it out. I know that they had like an Apollo 11 game or something like that. That that kind of followed the one of the original Apollo missions that I always thought looked really cool in VR. They actually worked together with NASA originally to have like the interior of the ship and spaceships and all that be identical to what they actually used in the original. I thought really? that one looked pretty cool. Hmm. It's, it's meant to follow, you know, that same timeline. 1969, I think, was when we landed on the moon. Or was sometime around there. I think it was July 1969. If, if you believe we landed on the moon, that's a different podcast, though. I do believe that, and okay. I will say that for me. Do you not? It's debatable. Right. It's debatable. I believe it 100%. You got more technology in your pocket with a cell phone than you, the first Rockets did. I believe it. Anyways, there's all kinds of VR games that they've got on sale. And then they've also got the Halloween sale going on. So all those freaky games like Resident Evil, Dead by Daylight, you know, stuff like that is is pretty much booming, going great deals on them. So if you like spooky games. Ubisoft sale, you got your Assassin's Creed, your Far Cries. They got their Legendary Collection, which is... I believe five different Assassin's Creed games for like seventy bucks. Uh, even the Division Two is on sale with the Ultimate Edition for like thirty-five bucks. Um, I don't know why anybody would buy Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, being that it wasn't a free game or like a game for like five bucks not too long ago. But I don't know why you'd spend forty-five dollars on it. But if you love that game, which actually there's a lot of people who play those Tom, that Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Siege. It's actually not. It's actually pretty good, man. It's actually not a bad game. Last Tom Clancy game I played was Ghost Recon, which I'm pretty sure that was a Tom Clancy. But it's been years since I played a Ghost Recon. What, do you remember which one it was? No, it's been way too long. Mm. Ghost Recon. It's been a while. I'm not. I'm not a super huge fan of war games. That, like I like them, but they're not my. They're not my go-to games. They're, Tom Clancy games are like, are sometimes a little too realistic, in a way. I mean, like Rainbow Six Siege is die once and you're done but um i first the first the first tom clancy game well i shouldn't say the first but the one i probably played the most was the uh ghost recon on xbox 360 that was actually a pretty good one that was a fun one to play to play online and do like four on four maybe it was five on five but besides that it's been it's hard to get into those games for me same with me so that's kind of why i haven't gone back to them yeah, to me, I feel like there's always a Ubisoft sale. I swear, Assassin's Creed games are always going always. on. So, I mean, it's not like you're missing much if you don't jump on those. They'll be back on sale in a couple weeks. Plus, you know, you know, Black Friday's coming up in probably just a little over a month. You know, I kinda, that usually starts around November 16th, 17th, the nah. Black Friday sales. Yep. So, there's going to be big discounts on pretty much everything. So, if you miss out on something now, don't be too worried about it in a couple weeks surprisingly huge. a little a tiny ea sale two games madden for 40 bucks and nhl for 45 dollars and then they have their superstar and ultimate editions and deluxes on sale as well but kind of surprised that they throw in those games on sale so fast especially nhl i feel like nhl just came out 
a month ago. Well, I felt the same way about Madden. Madden doesn't seem like it. Madden's August, so I mean, at least it's been two at least it's been almost. almost two months. That's not too bad. It's kind of like that meme we shared the other day on on Facebook that you know most video games first day sixty bucks, three months go down to forty five. After six months, goes down to thirty, and then Nintendo. After six months, it's still the same price. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't think I told you, but I, I got to, I screwed myself again on on this on the Switch sale last week. Oh, which one? Did, which game did you want there? That you Cuphead. Think? Cuphead was on sale. It's only Cuphead. 19... Yeah, Cuphead. I've never heard of that. What? Yeah, you have. It's like that. So. It's, it was only on Xbox, but then they poured, brought it over to the Switch. I don't know. It's like an old school platformer game, like old school base kind of platformer game. Anyway. Uh, it's twenty bucks, and it went on sale for fourteen ninety nine. And again, it said the sale was going to end, let's just say October thirteenth, at I don't know eight p.m. or something like that. Because I even look at what the times say. And October thirteenth, I get home from work, it's back at full price. <laughs> it just it's just Did never you forget Final Fantasy fifteen. I told you last no. time it was on sale. I know I didn't pull the trigger on it just because. I just don't have enough time. It'll just go way deep into my backlog. i got to wait till I clear out, you know, a Fire Emblem and Breath of the Wild is which I'm, what I'm probably going to hit next. And, you know, I just I just got I got this backlog I'm just trying to clean up, man. Yeah. Jedi Out, Jedi Outcast. I gotta get myself into that. I gotta, I gotta. That's a quick one. That's I gotta, like a ten-hour game. I gotta force my way through the freaking shooting part of it just so I can get my lightsaber. You mean the That's, first five minutes? <laughs> no, it's like there, it's like two couple, hours. Yeah, I, I was gonna say there's a couple hours of yeah. no lightsaber, but and the shooting is is not very good on that game. No, I mean, it is an older game. That's really what, bad. Do you, are you, do you play in first person or third person on the shooting? I've been playing in. Well, I've only played like. I've only given it like 10 minutes because I just was just giving it a quick run before I had to go out yesterday. And I played it in first person, I think. That's usually what I do, too. Yeah. So I just feel like it shoots better that way. But anyways, yeah, okay, it's a fun game. It's just an old old game. Yeah, I know. And I, I, again, I, I after playing like five minutes of it, I'm like, okay, I think I remember this, but... I'm not 100% sure if I if I ever gave it justice back in the day. So I, I got to give it a the old college try, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, so what have you been playing? What's what's going on in your in your playing world? So we've been playing Link's Awakening. We're pretty much done with it. We're on the final boss right now. You know, we've, we've gone. We've collected all eight instruments. We've woke the wind fish. You know, I, you know there's actually been kind of some cool things I didn't really know until... Until towards the end, I didn't know you can get different color tunics for Link in this one, and they actually do have an effect. Like the red tunic makes you stronger, so that your attacks do more damage. If you choose the blue tunic, it makes you more defensive, so you don't take as much damage. So I thought that was kind of a cool addition. And uh, yeah, we're almost done. It's been a great game. I really like going through it. My little boys loved going through it together. You know, it, it is just a little bit too hard for him. So I was gonna say, like, it was. It's probably it's probably a little above his his level, right? Yeah, I mean, he's only six, and Zelda games generally are a little. T- they're, they're in the you know generally they have some complexity to it that you know some the dungeons generally do take some thought and and you know a keen eye because sometimes all of a sudden you know there's a there's a wall you're supposed to bomb in a dungeon that opens up as as you know a secret area which. You just happen to need to be able to move on in in the dungeon, so things like that where you know most people would miss if you're not really paying attention. So more than anything, he's just watching me kind of go through the dungeons, and he's kind of just wandered around. And has he erased your file again? No, because okay, good. 
He's you, uh, my, you, you you followed what I did, right? Yeah, and but <laughs> I haven't even gone back to my file because as we were going and we were going along at the same pace, and it's like he'd want me to you know play the dungeons for him, so it's like I was doing double duty on it, which uh, doesn't bother me, but at the same time, it's just playing more than I needed to be playing on it. So so that's what I so I just kind of stopped and just kept playing his file. The, the funny thing is, too, so, like, in the original Link's Awakening, you could still, like, the bow and arrow, the shield. I, I know everybody, I mean, even before the game came out, people were looking up if you could still do that. And, yeah, you most absolutely can. And just like in the original, if you do steal something, your name gets changed if, from whatever you named yourself to Thief. So really? everyone will call you Thief from now on. Like, when characters talk to you, they'll say, hey, Thief, how are you doing? You know, things like that. And there's no way to get your name off of it? No, if you steal, you're branded Thief. Really? Which I think wow. is hilarious. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I didn't know that. And it was like that in the original game, too. So, I don't know. Definitely, It's an awesome game. Like I said in the past, I, I do think 60 bucks is a little much for that game. But I hope, I hope that they do really well with this game and it makes them want to port Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons into the same style. You know, because at first I, I kind of had my doubts on the art style and everything, but at the same time, it's stayed true to the original. The one thing I will say, I do like the soundtrack and the sound effects better on the original game than I do on this one. They're the same songs, just with a different kind of tune to it. Okay, so it's just kind of different. It's just a different take on, on the original music, and it's almost... I mean, obviously the art style is even more childish and more kid-like than the original was but and that's kind of what the whole thing is kind of taking that thing to and i not that i don't like the the music and stuff like that but i do like the original soundtrack better but overall the gameplay has been i like the gameplay better because you're not constantly switching out for items like you did in the original you you know you always have your boots equipped and you always have your sword and shield equipped so you don't have two items only at once you have multiple items at one time like that menu like like you were in the past or like you are in breath of the wild all you're doing is constantly in the menu because your items break all the time which you'll find out as soon as you start playing that okay all right okay okay anything else you're playing besides that that's been kind of what's taken most of my time right now like i said before i did start uh yakuza but i haven't gotten back into it just because we've been kind of so into zelda and then oh i i don't think i did mention this but uh, Battlefront 2. I'm always playing Battlefront 2 just when I don't have a whole lot of time or I just want to sit down and play for a half hour hour or something like that and don't want to get too sucked away. Uh, Battlefront 2, they did launch Volusia like towards the end of September and I have finally had some time to sit down and play and they did a fantastic job on the world design and everything just looks good. It flows good. Just a smooth, good look. Battlefront 2 is a fantastic game, and they've done such a good job with it. I'm glad that they've stuck with it and really turned it into a, a phenomenal game. It's definitely worth getting. If it's a, I don't know if that's part of the EA sale going right now on it, but if it is, it's probably like 7 or 8 bucks. And no, the EA sale is just Madden and the NHL. Oh, just the two sports games? Okay. Yeah. But anyways, it, it'll go on sale soon anyways, I guarantee it. Within at least... Oh, two for, three weeks, you know. Especially because you got the you got the Jedi the Jedi um the Jedi Academy. Yeah, well, no, Fallen. Oh, fa- Fallen Order. Orders coming out plus the plus the movie, so it'll be discounted probably just around Black Friday, I bet. And generally, in the main menu of Battlefront Two, they have you can purchase Jedi Fallen Order at a discount, ten percent from buying Battlefront. Yeah, of course. So, 
It's a it's a great game. It's definitely worth playing if you haven't and if you bought it originally and you haven't come back to it Me. in in a long time. <laughs> it's definitely worth Me. downloading again and giving yeah. it another go because it's it's a great game. Okay. So I've yeah I've been meaning to do that, but I just bro, it's just, this backlog is killing me, man. Just trying to catch up, but then I add like five things to it. It's tough. I'll weed out the crap ones and I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I keep I keep wanting to get that Tomb Raider game. I mention this all the time, but I still haven't got it. I want to get. I think they're still... on sale this week too. Oh, they're always on sale. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about missing that. <laughs> the one that. Uh, I still need to get that I haven't gotten yet is Final Fantasy VIII. I was so excited for that to come mm. out. I just, I've just been too busy with other stuff that it's been. I haven't gotten it yet. Bro, you need you need a hardcore forty five hours to get through that one. Well, that's fine with me. I, but I'm saying like you just don't have that kind of time. Not not at the moment, but nah. hopefully sometime freeze up here soon and we'll uh, we'll get going on it. Nice. So what about you? How are you playing? Well, I got. One one that you'll care about and one that you won't care about. So I'll start with the one you don't care about first. Mario Kart Tour on the iOS. Uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> Great, I love it. It's uh, it's really good, and I I like what they what they what they're doing there. What they're they added uh, they did added SNES Rainbow Road and N64 Katamari Desert in the last update. And they added all the Bowser kids, Bowser Jr. and Wendy and Morton and Ludwig and all those, Iggy and all those guys. You got uh, Kimono Peach because it's a Japanese tour this week. Oh, all right. Yeah. And uh, Japanese Mario, which is very hard to get. I don't know anybody that has them. And yeah, man, the races are, it's actually fun. I mean. There's no new tracks, though. It's all old tracks that have all come from old older games. Yeah, I mean. But they're, see, they're they're updating it and changing the tour every two weeks, so they're gonna add new stuff every two weeks, which is cool, and new characters. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I, there's quite a few people. It's just like it's mindless, bro. It's you can just sit there. I mean, it'll, it'll frustrate the hell out of you sometimes. It'll just make you pissed off. It's like you're in first the whole play, whole race, and then all oh, of a sudden, that's just boom, 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 bang, bang, and you're finishing fifth. But that's just Mario Kart for you. You get hit by that blue shell right before the finish line. Yeah, or a red shell and a bomb or something stupid but yeah it's actually a really fun game it's really fun it's just mindless bro that's i do that on my like on my lunch break at work it's fun uh and then fire emblem three houses is, yep. the, is the other game that i've been going hard on I'm like did 45 you, hours did in. you finish octopath traveler octopath traveler took a back seat okay. i have every character to the last to the last mission so i have basically eight mission eight missions to go and then I told you there was that one that I just kept. Even oh, though, that one you kept dying on over yeah. and over, no matter how hard you tried. Yeah, yeah, no matter how hard I tried, I just kept dying, and I was over-leveled already. So I just kind of took a step back and started playing Fire Emblem. Just needed, needed to play something different. And I'll say it's, I mean, I know we're only, I guess I shouldn't say we're only in October, but, you know, we're in October, and this might be my game of the year. You know, it's my favorite game I've probably played in, in a long time. It's caught it's got me hooked in hard i'm 45 hours in i'm on the last last chapter as we speak um a lot of replayability i think i I think i kind of told you a little bit about this the other day you know i went down the path of the of the blue lines the the uh kingdom and you can pick the imperial or the alliance path and the alliance path actually has a dark path and a regular path and then 
You know, so it gives you reasons to come back and play. I will say, until you play it, you probably because because you're used to a very hard normal on 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 these type of games. And yeah, normal again, is usually pretty tough on the yeah, games. I personally think, and I've I've kind of seen people have the same feelings as me that normal's not that bad. So I think when I might go for the second playthrough, because I know you can do like the new game plus, which means like your your stuff carries over. That's what I'm hoping it means, because that's what usually means like your all your yeah. attributes and your weapons or whatever carry over. All that. Yeah. So I might go. I might try hard the next time around to kind of see how it is. But yeah, man, it's a great game. It's there's just so much to do, and and there's no way like I'm I just. Going into a game like that where I kind of really didn't know what to expect but knew I would probably like it, I was not able to recruit the majority of the people that I wanted to recruit. So it gives me, now like now that I understand what I need to do, like I have to be, if I want to recruit this dude that's, you know, just fights with his hands, I have to have my guy leveled up with his hands so that he'll join my team. So, so there's, that he respects Yeah, you. so he respects me. If not, he's just, he's just going to blow me off. Same thing with like, I, there was a couple of chicks that I wanted that were like axe people, but I never even used an axe with my guy. I just only ever used swords. So there's a lot of different intricacies that way, and it's a, it's a really fun game. Yeah, from what you explained to me and you know, what you showed me, it does have quite a few differences from the original Fire Emblems. Like, oh, yeah. Like you yeah. was explaining to me the other day that you can, or just a little bit earlier, that uh, you can use any, pretty much any player can use any item yep yeah when in, in the original fire emblems your your guy is either a, a guy who can use swords or he can use axes or he can use a lance or he can do magic he can't do all of them there's a few that can use like two words one person will be able to use like a like an axe and a sword but in most cases two is like the absolute most that they can use so you actually have your 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 guys classed out and what they can use so it sounds like I don't know, is, is the triangle still a thing where, you know, axes are strong against lances, lances are strong against swords, swords are strong against So it does, it does, axes. It does always tell me in the hints that that certain weapons are stronger against certain enemies. Because that's always been a classic thing in Yeah, fire so, game. I mean, I know for a fact that if I have a armor slayer sword, it's good against armored people. If yeah, I have a mace, yeah. it's good against armored soldiers. If I have a beast slayer, it's good against. Yeah, there's a, there's a horse. There's a horse slayer lance that is good against those guys. Any bow is going to be good against the flying enemies. So yeah, that that there is some of that involved. Now whether axe versus sword versus lance, maybe I just kind of just kind of play. I don't. I don't. I, I'm not that tr- tr- uh, strategic. Now maybe when I get to the next level where it's. I'm, I'm a lot harder. Maybe I'll have to be more strategic that way, and that'll be that'll make it a little different. And make yeah, because awesome. in past in past games, you know that the the tri- the strength triangle there made a huge difference on killing enemies and and taking hits as well. Because you know if you get if you got a lance and you get hit by a guy with an axe, you're pretty much dead. Yeah. So I mean, it's it made a big difference in the past games. Like a bow and arrow was always really strong against anything that could fly. So I, I imagine that's still that's carried over into this one. Yeah. And if you if it's on normal mode and you haven't even really paid attention to that and mm-hmm. you haven't had any problems, then that's definitely easier. Because well, yeah, and, and but but I, I really feel like my guys have always been like a lot of my guys have always been over leveled too, and and I just think that's because I didn't realize that I was like playing these battles and it didn't 
like on normal when you have the chance to like you can you can like go and go through the monastery and do all the stuff you need to do to get your people's motivation up for when you train them but or you can choose to do a battle and, you, and there's in normal mode there's one battle you can just keep doing over and over and over and over and over and it doesn't take away one of the one of your three battles so i think i did i just was doing that a lot and just not realizing it and just be like man what the heck and then i would just get tired of doing battles and just rest for the day so i, I think i kind of over leveled my guys too which is not which is fine but i mean answer to any rpg you can't beat it level up exactly so and then on the flip side you know of course i'm playing in classic mode but you know this year they do have the feature that if a character dies once the enemy's turn is over you can hit like the like a rewind yeah the rewind button and then you can go back to exactly where you want to go to before maybe you before obviously you move that character and move them in a different direction and don't have them fight this person and you know, kind of just shift things around. I I don't know if normal you have unlimited uses of it. I've only ever done it two, maybe three times in on one battle. But I'm guessing in hard, you probably can only do it once. Which would make sense to me because, I mean, they never had that feature in the past games. Like I said before, some of the past games they had like a save mode where you could save it in the middle of the game. Yeah, they don't have that option. So, yeah, so if you died, you could go back, reload that save, and start from there. But you could only use it once in a battle. And some of them don't even have that. And, and some, a lot of the older ones, it's if you die, you you die and you move on. So Yeah, so I mean, I have lost characters, and, and I've, I've probably lost about four guys. Probably four guys I've lost throughout the game. Um, where I, I really could have gone back and and changed it if i wanted to but i'm just like you know what i just need to move on i just can't keep going back every time yeah makes sense yeah you, you sometimes that's the fun thing about fire emblem is like character dies you have to make that decision do i really want to start this battle over and redo it or should i you know try or, or should i just move on without i mean just you have to make that decision if if that character is really that important to you that's one thing I've always liked about Fire Emblem. It just adds so much to the game. Just adds. I mean, out of out of all the all the battles I've done, only one did I actually restart because I went through the battle and I lost two people in it, and I was kind of pissed off that I lost both of them, especially because one was this one girl who I really I really like her her attacks, and I was just like, oh man, I, gotta, I just got to do the battle over, and I kind of did the opposite of how I did the other battle and I still even though and I still lost that one guy and then I'm like okay well I could just reverse and move him and fix it but you know what I'm just gonna move on yeah you gotta there was there's one there's one map that I can remember on Radiant Dawn which was the Wii version of Fire Emblem that it was is a desert level and Black Knight appears and there's just so much going on. And no matter how many times I tried, I always lost at least one person, one character. No matter what I did, I swear, I just could not get past it without someone dying. And finally, I just gave up on trying to screw whoever died. I'm moving on. I can't play. I can't keep replaying this level. Yeah. So. Plus, there's DLC, too. I think it's like 25 bucks, And I don't know. I think there's like... And stuff that hasn't even been released yet that's being released in December. So there's like missions and... And battles and stuff that haven't even been released yet, so it's like, man, probably a good idea to get that too. Um, Some of the cool things, at least, so I've, I've, like I said, I've played pretty much every Fire Emblem game that's been released in English, and on a, I can't remember which one of the 3DS version versions of it because I've got 
three I've got three four four Fire Emblem games on my 3DS plus the original DS Fire Emblem games and uh, but anyways you could the, some of the DLC in one of the 3DS ones is you could purchase armies from past Fire Emblem games and you could fight pit your army up against them so you could fight against Ike's army fight against Marth's army you could fight against Roy's army you could fight against Anna's army so I mean there's just so many different DLCs and things like that that you could buy that add another aspect and more battles to the game. It's a lot of fun. I really love Fire Emblem. It's one of the most entertaining games to me that I've ever played. It's the Fire Emblem franchise is like definitely my top ten most lovable games. And the cool thing is, is you know, first uh, 3DS Fire Emblem launch, it was basically uh, do or die for Fire Emblem because if it if it flopped, they said they were going to be done with Fire Emblem games. But it had a huge success here in the U.S., and so they decided to keep going. And since then, they've you know made four more games, four more Fire Emblem. So games. I'm looking up the expansion pass now. So Wave One says, start your school year in style and great adventure in style. So I guess you can change your outfit on your guy, which I don't even care about that. <laughs> Second one is five additional auxiliary battles. So auxiliary battles are basically like side story battles yeah. that for certain characters. Um, new auxiliary battle with background music, four valuable items with stat boost, one new type of attire for most students, and a pair of glasses for their, your main character. Wave 3 is coming December 31st, and Wave 4 is April 30th of next year. Yeah, so there's Jeez. a lot of stuff coming out with it. I would say this, if you ever want to play the best Fire Emblem game, which is the GameCube version, which centers all around Ike, who... Most people know because of Super Smash Brothers, which is embarrassing that most people do that. But anyways, that's that's my favorite Fire Emblem. So if you ever want to borrow my GameCube and play that, you're welcome. To what's so it. what's so great about that one? Just story, army characters, the war. I don't know. Just the whole thing was so good, so story. well done. The story was so good, and then just the characters were really good. There's lots of like there's a lot of character development around each person. But it's not overdoing it at the same time, because some on some of these games you get you can get to so many conversations. It's like okay, you just kind of skip through them. You're just doing it to get the exp or the gals or whatever you're trying to get from playing. So yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those games that I was totally engrossed in when I played it. So I kind of feel like for Fire Emblem, it's kind of that kind of gets you. It's kind of like that once you hit that story arc where. Basically, like again, I've only hit it with the one house, so I don't really know how it hits. Like I, I know what's gonna happen, but I don't know, like what's gonna happen on with if I'm with another one of those houses. Because then it's just you not recruiting anymore. Everybody's gone their own separate way, and it's just you with your group of people, and you're just talking to them and just having random conversations. Those ones kind of get, you know, a little tedious, and those ones I kind of probably went through a lot faster than when I'm trying to gain those characters right. trust and try to get them to join my team. Cause that's, cause I mean, basically you're, you're a professor, you become a professor of this church monastery and you choose your house right off the bat. Like it doesn't give you much information. It's like, Hey, choose your house. Do you want to be with him, him or her? And you just kind of pick. And I just picked, you know, you know, the kingdom, like I said, but yeah, I mean, now that I know kind of who, who's who and, which direction everything goes, I definitely want to pick... Some of the other houses. Oh, I definitely want to pick the the Empire, Empire, Empire Empire's house next. So, 
you know, pretty much every Fire Emblem has a very similar story. You know, some the neighboring kingdom invades such and such kingdom, and now the prince and princess escape, and now the you know, it's up to them to figure out how to get their kingdom back. Sounds like this one's story is a little bit different, but oh, most yeah. of them it's have a lot the, different than that. That's pretty much the same story in most of them. The one from the GameCube is the city is, or the, you know, this country is invaded by the neighboring country, and then the princess hires Ike, who is a mercenary, you know, who's always worked under his dad, who was a mercenary, one of the best mercenaries there, and he helps them bring back, you know, she helped, he helps the princess get Carmea back, her original country. So it's an awesome game. Hmm. I love Fire Emblem. They're they're definitely worth playing. Any any of the Fire Emblem games are worth playing, in my opinion. So yeah. So I and I've also in in, in the middle been. So I, I picked up. Um, I just got it today. The eight eight bido uh, SNES Pro Plus controller and. I've been playing Mario World a lot on the SNES online and Switch, and just not having a D-pad has been kind of frustrating because it just doesn't work right, doesn't feel right, because you're really just pressing buttons on when you have the two Joy-Cons. And I was playing with the D-pad today, and it was like a whole different world. I was just like, wow, this is now this is the Mario World that I remember. And I pounded out like two castles. <laughs> yeah. You know? Good. How much is that? that? Fifty bucks for that? Fifty bucks on Amazon. They only sell them on. I mean, you you can look them up through the site, but it always it's just direction Amazon. They have the the game the game uh, Game Boy Advanced version and SNES version, then an all black one. They're all pretty dope, but I got the SNES version. Nice. And it's and like not that any Switch games have this, but what's cool about it is you can actually you can actually adjust any any button. Like the, you download, you download like a program through their website. You can you can map any button to any spot. You oh, can nice. ch- you can change the sensitivity of your back triggers too, which is pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. I mean, no Switch game needs that, but you can you can use that controller on PC and Steam. I think uh, like any of the Windows or Windows platforms. So for a game like that, where you're playing like a Call of Duty or some kind of shooting game, it's it's going to be Can actually pretty using? effective. The other thing, too, so a lot of these controllers that I've had in the past, like for the Wii and stuff, that I've bought that have been the non-Nintendo brand, like, they just don't have, like, any weight to them. They just don't feel as good or as qual- or the quality doesn't feel as good. You know, when you let me hold it, it actually felt like it's a good quality controller, it too. Is. So. Yeah, the only thing only thing is, the one thing about it is the the rumble, and I knew this when I read re- when I watched and I read reviews, is the rumble wasn't. Rumble's really not that strong. It's not gonna. It's not gonna give you an overly like vibration. Yeah, so that never really matters. Some people like that. I mean, I uh, remember like the what was it sixty four that had the Rumble Plus. The Rumble Pack, yeah. Yeah, that that was cool. But yeah, I mean, the Rumble isn't isn't that strong. But I don't even really care. I just I just love the D pad. Like I'll I'll let you just throw on a SNES game before you leave and just kind of get a feel for the d-pad like the d-pad is smooth it reminds me because like i don't know if you knew that but the but they released on the switch the snes controllers yep but you yep, can't yep. but you can't get one because you know of course typical video, no, no, don't make Nintendo, enough for them. but i mean that's every video game platform like just don't make enough and they're on like ridiculous back order where they'll probably never and the people on ebay are selling them for like 100 bucks and they're like 30 bucks and i'm like all right well i need an alternative and that's how I found that 8-Bito, the controller before this one, would look just like an SNES controller, but with analog sticks. But 
this one came out and it feels like a PS4 SNES controller. So yeah, little little bigger than the PS4 controller. I yeah, think, it but, is. Mm-hmm. But it does feel pretty good in, in your hands. Yeah. So that was a lot of fire on one, but it's my it's probably my game of the year unless. If, if, if Jedi Fallen Order just sweeps me off my feet or something else hits me hard, maybe Breath of the Wild, nah. I, I will, for my game of the year, I'm, I'll only count games that come out this year. So for games that have come out this year that I've, I've played, I think Fire Emblem is my game of the well, year. Well, we'll have, we'll have so game far. of the year for new games and favorite game that we've played for the year, kind of yeah. like we did at we the did that with, this year. Yeah, we did that last time. So... We'll go, that, we'll go that way when we get there. On other very, 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 very exciting news, PlayStation 5. Randomly, just what, about a week ago, I know we're a little behind on this, but randomly about a week ago, just all of a sudden, hey, we're coming out holiday 2020, woohoo, just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for it. I still want to get through, though I did read somewhere that it, it will be backwards compatibility, yeah. which as long as I can download the games I already have in my library, I don't know how that's going to go. No, because it, should, be able to it should, right? if they do it the right way, which let's knock on wood and hope they do it the right way, you, and, and again, they should be, they should do it smart. Like you should, you should be able to like, like I have PlayStation 3, PlayStation 1 games on my, all on my PlayStation account. But they're like my PlayStation Four just can't go back and play those games. If they're smart, they'll make the PlayStation Five platform their operating system to be able to just say, okay, this is every game you've bought under this username and password of PlayStation. PS Three, PS Three was backwards compatible. Yeah, PS Three, PS Three is where you can. Is I almost bought a PS Three just so I can play Sui Coden. Yeah, because because I have it downloaded on PS3 because you can buy PS1 games on it. So right. so if they if they create the operating system for PS5 the right way and just say okay every game you've bought obviously Vita games won't count because it's a different system. Right. Every game you've bought that's a PlayStation one two three four will be compatible and playable through your account. All you have to do is re-download it. I don't they'll, know. They'll they'll they'll, they'll, win, they'll, win, they'll win the war again, bro. They'll beat Microsoft again just based off that. If they if they do that, but I can see Sony being greedy and wanting everyone to rebuy what they've already bought. No, no, no. For, that's what bottom line is PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five will be that'll be backwards compatible. I just wonder if they're going to be smart and make everything previous three and and one everything that's been released on the PlayStation Three platform be available for PlayStation Five. I just want what a, at least what I've got already sitting on my in my library Dude, right now on that, PS4. I I I'm, I'm I can almost guarantee that that's going to be the way it's because they'll they'll have an uproar of people because what's going to happen to all the money that we've spent on all those games? No one's going to you're not going to rebuy those games and, and you're, that's that's a Microsoft move. That that Sony move that would back off that would just back themselves into a corner and kind of like how they oh well, you, you can't bring a disc to your friend's house because we don't want you sharing games. Yeah, that's stupid. So it's like Sony Sony's learned their mistakes from PS3 and all the things they did. So it, I think though they're going to be really smart and they're going to make it full integration of every game you've had for PS4 on PS5 that you'll be able to download. Right now, See, and the thing that would piss me off is like if I get Final Fantasy VII on PS4, the remake. And then, you know, because it's supposedly going to be episodic or however you say it, whatever, mm-hmm. coming out in episodes. So if I get the first episode on PS4 and they don't watch the second episode till PS5, and now I can't play them both on the same system, that would bug me big time. You should be able to. The only way, the only part that will probably get a little 
gray area is if it's a dual release. Yeah. Like, if it's a dual release, if it's a, I don't know, as an example, Cyberpunk, right? It's supposed to be released next March, but it's also going to be released on PlayStation 5. What's going to happen in that situation? That's what that, I mean, that's, you're talking about episodic. That's going to be a, a second game. So sure, you'll, you'll be able to play because more than likely that first Final Fantasy is not going to be released on PlayStation 5. But I don't know. That's, well, no, that's the that's stuff we Final have to Fantasy find out. Final Fantasy is coming out March 3rd, yeah. 2020. So, so I think when they, when they do their press conference and they did do the official typical new console announcement, which will probably be at E3 or whatever, June, whatever, July. yeah, whatever they're going to do. They'll they'll go over all those details because that's the stuff that everybody wants to know. And and, it, and if they're smart, yeah, if they're smart, they won't even play, they won't try to play that game. Yeah, I hope not. And it's like, and pro- either way, we might not even get the second episode of Final Fantasy till PlayStation Six, considering it's Square Pro- Enix. Probably not. So uh, Square it, Enix all it'll delivers- release with it'll release with Kingdom Hearts Five. Yeah, well, Kingdom Hearts or four. Kingdom Hearts Four would yeah. have to come out first, and that's another fifteen years on. Yeah, exactly. Now, Square Enix always delivers a great game, except for Kingdom Hearts Three was pretty disappointing, like we've talked about in the past. But yeah. they generally make really good games. It just takes forever for me out, which I'm I'm fine with that because the game is generally really well done. The thing that sucks is like with Kingdom Hearts, it's like you make all these spin-off games and you just kind of dance around number three and you push it off. And like like we said in the past, Team Wars Three was five years too late. Yep. Because I think on top of that, I think Disney's very controlling of what can and can't be put in the games nowadays, and and screw Disney. So <laughs> all I gotta say about that. So yeah, I mean, it was just an. I mean, we I think we all knew that twenty holiday twenty twenty was going to be the release. I'm just, I I, I, I Xbox hasn't officially. Put their launch date out, but I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess that's gonna be holiday 2020. Oh yeah, it's usually at the same time. No, I mean last time Xbox came out first, Xbox One came out, then PlayStation came out. So usually one goes before the other by like a little bit, but I mean the only thing we have is PlayStation Five holiday 2020. Um, nothing's really confirmed. Supposedly, like a lot of rumors were that Grand Theft Auto Six was going to be released with oh, it. Oh yeah, that, there's been a lot of talk about that. Uh, will it have PlayStation VR? It says yes. The next gen general next gen console will be compatible with PSVR, and there are rumors of a PSVR two. What will it cost? Which is still kind of up in the air. This my bet's five hundred bucks. No, I don't think they'll do that. I mean, the PS4 and the PS5, the PS4, PS4 Pro are three ninety nine. We're we're both three ninety nine at launch. No, just recently. So they'll. Probably, I mean, it's probably going to be like probably four. It'll probably be like four fifty. I I don't think they'll try to go to five hundred because that's that's gonna. I don't know. I feel like that'll. I that'll feel be like tough. whenever a new console comes out, it's about five hundred bucks for that first year. I mean, this. I don't. I don't really want to go over specs. I don't know. I think when when they have their official conference and they kind of just hit us with all the knowledge that we want and just kind of show off why we want it, that's when we'll find that out. But just always know, like, some people jump in on a console launch. I'm always all in on the console launch. And they always, like, launch with 20 games and maybe two two to four four of those games are good. They're actually worth playing. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I usually wait a year or two to get the console after it comes out once it's dropped a little bit in price and they've got a little more selection of games. But like you say, if, if it is backwards compatible, then I'll be able to still play all my PS4 games. Yeah. And that I'm totally fine with, as long as I can do that. But if I'm getting a PS5 and I've only got three games that I like, I burn through those in three or four months, and then I'm just waiting around for the next big thing. I mean, we know PS5 is probably going to have God of War. It's going to have the Final yeah, Fantasy the episodes coming out on it. Are you talking about like just regular God of War or the next one? No, the next one. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. Of yeah. War. God of War Two. When you actually when you New actually graphics. fight Odin. Yes. Spoilers. That's uh, not not really that big a spoiler there. <laughs> If you haven't played God of War by now, you're missing out big time. So, anyways, great. I, I, I don't know how excited I am for the PS5. What? Just because, like I said, of course I'm what, excited. What's, what's the PS5 going to be able to do? I mean, it's like you said, we got to. We have to see, bro. See That's what the thing. It's going to be able to do. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I, I can read GPUs and and RAM and all in this and these. Yeah, no and, one and, will and, know what you're talking about. So. Well, no, but I'm saying I can read it myself and still. Not understanding exactly what it means, but supposedly it's supposed to be like it's going to be better. It's going to be hold up longer. I wouldn't say I don't know longer, but it's going to hold up a lot longer than previous generations with the actual graphics part of it, as opposed to like a I, I don't know. I've heard it compared to like a a very very high end PC that that can last just as long. Yeah, I've heard about that too. Um. I'm also hoping it doesn't sound like it's going to blow up when you get a game with really high graphics. Because my PS4 now, okay. yeah, some of those big graphic games just starts going. Look, yeah, that, that fan gets gets going. <laughs> yeah. So. So we also have uh, remakes, huh? We got we got a couple of remakes that yeah have been hinted, not totally re- totally announced, but you got Blue Point, who's Blue Point is a company that has kind of taken. Older, older original games and giving them remasters. Like they remastered Shadow of the Colossus for the PS4. They remastered the Uncharted series with for the Nathan Drake collection, which are great games, which we've you've heard me talk about. And the rumor is right now that they're going to be remaking Demon's Soul. It's crazy. Which is supposed to be an old school hard, I, hard, hard game. Well, I mean, it's a PS3 game. I played it. I got it. When I don't, I don't, I don't know if man, jeez. Like I might have rented it. I don't even know. I don't. Maybe I bought it when it was like a physical copy when it was on sale, and I gave it a shot. And that game just kicked the hell out of me. And if I remember correctly, and I, I think this, I think I'm speaking of the right game. Like the more you died, the harder the game got. So the game punishes you by getting harder when you die. It's a good way to make someone give up and quit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so, so according to. According to what I remember, like Demon Souls is way harder than Dark Souls. Yeah, that's probably not a game I'll play. Dark Souls is difficult enough. Yeah, for real. So, another game that they were talking about was so ESRB came out and gave it an M-rated game. So the company hasn't actually announced it's coming out, but once ESRB gives it a rating, it's just on the tip of the tongue. You know, it's yeah, getting it's ready to come just out. About so it's a uh, Call of Juarez Gunslinger, which I believe was a as a PC, PS3, yep, PS3, Xbox, Xbox 360, 360 game mm-hmm. back in like 2013. Or you were so. like a Spanish dude who uh, was in the Wild Wild West. Yeah, the trailers I've kind of seen for it, it looks it looks okay. It's it looks like it's trying to kind of be Red Dead, but 
feel like it was before Red Dead because it, it came out early in the Xbox Xbox right. 360. Right. It just kind of has a similar vibe to it, I guess. Yeah. I doubt it'll be nearly as good. I think Red Dead, which I still haven't played, but I mean, you gave that your game of the Red year Dead. last year over yep. God of War. So yep. love Red Dead. So who knows? We'll see. I'm, it's it's pretty much guaranteed to be coming out. So also, you know, they announced that Apex Legends is getting its Halloween event. Neither of us are really Apex guys, but for yeah. the millions of people out there that do like Apex, you know, get ready. There's, there's going to be a new, you know, a new map from October 15th to November 5th and just to with counter, Halloween themes. And just to just piggyback on that, the whole Fortnite fiasco that's gone, that started on, what, Saturday or Sunday? And now it's the, the release is finally today that they... They blew up the old map, and it was a black hole for like two days. And now they've released Chapter Two of Fortnite. Again, we're not—I'm not a Fortnite guy. I know I know you're not a Fortnite guy either. But I mean, the game just has millions and millions and millions of fans. So I mean, I'm excited. Still I'm excited. Strong. It surprises yeah. me how many people on Twitch are still streaming Fortnite. Anytime I get on, it's like even Ninja's still streaming oh, Fortnite, yeah. and every time. We're trying to get on. Like, man, this guy's still playing this game. I don't know how he's not bored out of his mind. Well, now, I mean, now he's got a brand new, basically a new game to play. So, I mean, I'm happy for those guys. I'm happy that, that they kind of finally rebooted it to the point. I know they've kind of done little things in the past where they've blown up certain areas. Hey, new chapter, new areas, new map. That's that's, that's cool for that. I, I like that they're they're yeah, doing something add different. On, get, get, give something more going to it. Like I said, Fortnite's not really our thing, but for those that like it, get ready. Uh, oh, you know what? We haven't we haven't we haven't been here for two weeks. We never talked about the new Destiny. Destiny finally the new oh, yeah. that that new Destiny just it dropped and it got good reviews and I mean, gosh, this I, is just the next DLC off of. Yeah, but it's kind of like Taken King ish, where it's I still need spawning, to play Taken King by the way. Right, good luck. <laughs> spawn spawning off uh spawning off into a whole new thing and new raid and all that stuff and. You know, from what I've seen, it's looks pretty good. It's getting good, it's getting good reviews, and it looks like maybe Bungie buying their their IP back and kind of doing it their way is going to be a benefit to everybody. So I have a question. So did you go through story mode on Destiny Two? Yeah. Yeah. Do I need to play Destiny One to understand what's going on with Destiny Two? No. Okay. I still want to play Destiny 1, but I do have Destiny 1 and 2 and never played, never even touched either one of them, really. I played a little bit of Destiny 1. Like I said, I started out at the Taken King, which lets you jump up to level 25, and I figured, oh, cool, I can start out at a higher level, but it also skips, like, most of the story, so I just never got into it. And I I do want to give it a chance. I do want to play it. I know I'm way behind on on the boat on... Destiny. I, I will say the story for the for this second time around is is a lot better than Destiny One story. Destiny One story was really weak. Uh, I think this this time around the story is is actually solid. So again, it's got good reviews. It's a, you got to remember it's your typical Destiny game where you probably got about you know four to six hours of story mode and then everything else is doing strikes and raids and. Uh, daily daily things and basically just grinding up and getting drops so as long as that you're ready to just you know you like those kind of games that grind and just kind of hang out with like four people or six people on a raid and just have some fun I mean Destiny is the game for you yeah. or not or not yeah. so kind of one of the last things I think we want to talk about so Call of Duty Mobile just launched like a week or two ago and 
like in its first week, it was downloaded over 100 million times, which is insane. That's more than Fortnite had its first week of launch, and it's more than Pokemon Go had, which is incredible to think, because Pokemon is an enormous franchise, as we know, and Call of Duty has been, I mean, this has been, I think, the biggest the biggest game that has ever been downloaded on, or the, like the most popular game to have ever been downloaded on iOS and Android devices, so if you like Call of Duty, it's definitely one to check out. A lot of people have really talked, you know, given really good good news on it. I think there's like, I don't know how many reviews, but I know it's got quite a few stars on out of the five. I think it's I mean, like 4.8 out of five or something like that. A guy at my job downloaded it, and he was playing it, and he said it was really fun. It was smooth. It was... It, it played really well for a mobile game, so... Mobile gaming is coming a long way. I don't know if I've talked about this in the past, but, like, my first Android phone that I bought was a Sony Ericsson where you could actually lift, lift it in half, and the bottom half of it was a controller, and it was meant specifically for gaming. And, like, I played Assassin's Creed on there. I played, a Ma- I played Madden. Like, Madden 11. It was back in, like, 2010, 2011 okay. time. Man, I would love to have a phone that did that again. Just flip it up and have the controller right there. Because mobile gaming is starting to... It's really starting to push. You know, it's, you're going from the, all these little app games like Candy Crush and all that, which are still doing really well. Now you're moving into actual games that are being launched. Yeah. They're like, they just launched a Digimon game. They got more Pokemon games coming out. You know, there's just all kinds of games. I mean, you can buy Final Fantasy VII on your phone. You can buy a lot of original games, so... I'd love to see a little bit more of that. Nice. You want to clean up that last spot? You've been sitting on that one for a while. Yeah, well, yeah why not? So it's, so it's been a couple months that I've been wanting to kind of mention this. but So I did play Shadows of the Empire, the old school N64 game. I went all the way through it. That's a short game. Like You can beat the whole game in like two, three hours. Um, if you 100% it, it gives you a kind of a special ending. Uh I would love to see this game remastered or remade because Shadows of the Empire was an awesome game and it just, you know, centers around um, just kind of this rebel deck that's helping out the rebels. You end up saving Luke Skywalker at one point. But you're not a Jedi, right? You're not a Jedi. You're an, okay. you're a, basically a, I wouldn't say a bounty hunter but more like a mercenary kind of guy. Really old. I mean, N64, I think this was probably 95 when this game came out, 96, something like okay. that. And uh, got through it maybe a month or two ago, and I've, I've been sitting on it, but we haven't been we haven't talked about it for a while. But it's been on our list of things to talk about. N sixty four has had me a little intrigued too. Like I, I did see this not too long ago that there that there might be that Switch Online might be adding an N sixty four online like they have for the SNES and the NES. That would be awesome, and that would be like ridiculously cool, but. I'm actually kind of I've been I've been really feeling like N64 lately, and I don't know. There's just so many games on there that I just loved. That was that was a fun era of gaming. So I I I, I just been kind of just looking here and there. I'm probably gonna just scoop up a 64, a couple controllers, and so like, you borrow mine. Yeah, I, mine. I know, I don't but lending it out that way you don't waste money on that and just play some games. Eh, it's not a waste of money though because it's it, it's yeah, still but fun you sell to have. your old systems. I, that was my problem when I was you a kid. I always sell. did. I always did. I, I, I stopped doing that. I, I've slowed down on yeah, that because... Yeah, since you got your PS4, you haven't sold that yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I, that was my thing. Like, I was not... No one ever 
taught, like that's how we did it back then, bro. That's how you got the next I've, system. I've held on was to you, every single system. You traded in, and believe it or not, I mean that's why I kind of probably hate GameStop these days. But that was the only way I can afford to get to the next system was to trade in that system and all my games to upgrade. So oh, I worked. I worked all summer and just saved up and bought it. Or what I do is I get the system refurbished or whatever when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, you know, actually, I didn't mention it when you asked me what games I'm playing. I've also been playing. It's N64 too, but it's Disney's Tarzan. Okay. I finally got past the stupid baboon chase. I never finished that game originally because that mm. part was always so hard. But I finally beat that, and I just that game is like I sit down and play it for a few minutes and then move on. It's yeah. What are you playing on? On my computer. Uh, so, so and, and another reason why I was kind of I kind of think about 64 is because I found randomly that. Torok 1 and 2 from 64 have been kind of re- remade and put onto the Switch for like 20 bucks each, and I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of random. And then I looked it up, and I like watched a couple videos on it, and it actually looks pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I, I've just got like a little emulator that I've played some 64 games on, California Speed. I've unlocked everything there, I'm, which is funny. I had the original game, and I never knew how to save in advanced you and just don't so like I that. Figured, I figured it out, and I played it. You I just don't like having, having like multiple systems out. I, I would do, if it was up to me in, in my house. I would have one area, and I would have every single system out for all my games. I know. but that's a that's it, a wifey thing. That's, it, well, it, it just doesn't work. Like I just don't have a big enough spot. Like I can barely fit my my cable box. Yeah, I have cable. My switch and my PS4 in my in the spot where I needed to fit and. To be able to, my my wife can hide it with her decorations, kind of deal. So yeah, exactly. I've got we've got my PS4, uh, Wii U, and Switch all hooked up to one TV. Yeah. And that's like pushing it. You know, if I was to get the GameCube, the 64, the the let's see, the Wii, the Wii U, the GameCube, all those things out, that I wouldn't. She just wouldn't allow it. See, my wife, my wife is all in on me just getting a game room. Like a game, like whether it's in a basement or I just turn a room into a gaming room. So when when we eventually upgrade from where we're at to our next spot, that's gonna be like she's always she still makes sure that she's like, oh yeah, you're gonna have your game room, and that's when I'm just gonna have like I'm gonna be one of those dudes that has just like systems, just like on the wall on oh, shelves. Oh, you see that? I th- I think it's a I think it's a picture we posted on Facebook a couple months ago. Guy who had his whole system all like all his systems nailed like hang hanging on the yeah, wall yeah 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 and he had all the cords make some cool design to exactly. get the plugs so, yeah, something cool. something cool like that and just being able to just freaking just go crazy that, that's that's what i look forward to that'll yeah. be fun i don't know if i'll even ever get one of those but i wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having it yeah definitely it's a man's that's a man's paradise right it is, man. and, he, and even many women or that yeah. are gamers a lot of women gamers out there too, so all right, well, that's all we got on the gaming side. We thank you, everybody, for listening. Check us out on on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch here and there, and give us a like and some and some stars on here, and we'll, we'll, we're going to be rolling them out. We're going to roll out as, as many as we can. We're just going to keep plugging away on our podcast, and we appreciate everybody who's downloading it and talk to your friends, suggest us, share our podcast, help us grow. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. See you later.